When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Monday! You made it through the weekend? That's good news. You made it through the weekend? Usually it's like, <laughs> it's the beginning of another oh, I'm week. sorry, back to the work week. Womp, womp. <laughs> On the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And every day we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're gonna be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. So I don't know if you've been paying attention to this, but uh, the Winter Olympics began on Friday. Olympics. It is Olympic time. And uh, so there's going to be a ton of stories coming out uh, from the Olympics. And one of them, one of the early favorites, is uh, something that Katie Couric said on Friday when she was talking about the Netherlands, specifically the Netherlands speed skating team. Listen to how, why she described that they are so good at skating. Next is the Netherlands. It's probably not a newsflash to tell you the Dutch are really, really good at speed skating. All but five of the 110 medals they've won have been on the speed skating oval. Now, why are they so good, you may be asking yourselves? Because skating is an important mode of transportation in a city like Amsterdam, which sits at sea level. As you all know, it has lots of canals that can freeze in the winter. So for as long as those canals have existed, the Dutch have skated on them to get from place to place, to race race each other and also to have fun um is that a thing no fake news it's I, to me that well, where is did she get that then i feel so like hilarious. a producer should be fired because you know she didn't write that i don't i think that's a really good question i don't know where on earth she got that if she made that up and she was just no, bsing she, i guarantee you some like low-level producer like googled why are Dutch people good at skating? <laughs> I'm sure that person doesn't have a job anymore. The Dutch, of course, good at skating because they have a lot of value in training speed skaters. It's like the sport of the country. I mean, it just there it's so funny though. It reminds me of the ways that people think of people from any area, right? Like, you know, here you wonder why they're so good at 
uh, you know, curling in Minnesota. It's because okay. there's only ice in Minnesota. So I can tell you the source of this information. Oh, good. Did you Google it? Yeah. What's the source? Literally, there's an article from 2014, Why Are the Dutch So Good at Speed Skating? And it says, famous for being located below sea level and held up through a system of dikes, the Netherlands is a place where a w- low water table in many lakes and rivers. Additionally, it's one of the most urbanized nations. In the wintertime, the Dutch have for years skated long distances along those canals and frozen rivers so clearly (laughs) mental floss uh this mental floss article from 2014 was the was the uh source of that particular piece of news that is so funny well i will tell you twitter had things to say including uh this from gert van diek he said dear katie current the dutch do not skate to work skating on clogs is too hard even for us get it I just thought it was cute. Yeah, no, for sure. All right. Good job, Katie Kirk. Now, uh, let's move on to the second thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Still the Olympics, uh, because, again, the Olympics started on Friday. Okay, so this is a thing that Leslie Jones, the, the comedic actor from, you would know her from Saturday Night Live, of course, Ghostbusters, etc., She does this thing and she's done this with uh, any number of different sports or TV shows or award shows where she takes video of herself sitting on her couch issuing her own commentary on it. And she has done so with figure skating in the Olympics. Okay, see, y'all coming out now, you know what I'm saying, with these outfits. Look at the dude. The dude's back out, dude. I'm saying that he's killing the game right now. He's killing the game. And you know how he's standing? He's standing like I feel when I get my nails and my feet done, and I want to stand outside of Blooming Nails and pose with, with my feet and my nails. I was like, look, they match. Did they send her to the Olympics this year? Because remember the yeah, well, last time right. this happened, they sent her to the Olympics? I don't believe that they did. Uh, I believe that she is sitting on her very own couch in her very own home. And one reason for that may be the fact that uh, Saturday Night Live is in production right now. And so she likely she couldn't leave. Couldn't leave uh, so, Which she could do during the Summer Olympics, obviously. Right. So Rio. Yeah. I just, listen, I more of Leslie Jones in my life. She's she's good she's people. She's a good laugh. laugh. Exactly. Laughing is. And here it is behind door number one. Oh, look at this. Somebody's trying to kill somebody. What? Yeah, in this case, it's Lucky Charms. Uh, Lucky Charms serial killer. <laughs> no, listen to this. Lucky Charms. Stars and horseshoes, clovers and lumens. Yep, what? That's what was the, that buzz? That's the sound of Lucky Charm saying, Time's up! On the yellow hourglass. They are going to kill the yellow hourglass marshmallow. Now, I would just like to point out, I didn't even know there was a yellow hourglass marshmallow. I guess I never paid attention to the shapes. As long as the well, marshmallows are there, I don't care. You, I mean, the main reason you don't know about this is likely that you haven't eaten uh, Lucky Charms in 10 years. Right. And it's been there for 10 years. So presumably this was a late entry. Uh, nonetheless, I'm assuming this is because, well, <sighs> Lucky Charms needs some added attention, perhaps? 
I mean, was were people not paying attention to well, Lucky Charms? Well, but you Charms? know, it's like it's like Oreo with their latest oh, flavor. Sure. It's like Monopoly getting rid of one of their pieces. Now it's like, oh, look at this. We're getting we're killing a marshmallow, and so all over the internet, everybody's you know going crazy for um, this particular story. It's uh, it, a representative from General Mills says uh, you'll have to wait to see. Um, uh, when this is actually going to go away, we don't know uh, exactly, but time's up. Are they going to the bring hourglass. something in its place or like a, like a also, Apple did you know watch the or something? Horseshoe is gone. I feel like we killed that a few years ago, didn't we? Oh Wasn't God. there? I feel like there really was a campaign to kill off another marshmallow shape. Like it, Seriously, within Purple the last Horseshoe five years. and the red balloon uh, are in the Lucky Charms graveyard. So the yellow hourglass, which, by the way, just looks like a, I don't know, yellow blob. I will say the only, like, noticeable marshmallow as I look at them uh, really appears to be the rainbow. I mean, that's the only one I can actually tell what it is just by looking at it. Was that always in there, too? I don't think so. I, when we were kids, I think um, having a multicolored marshmallow was probably asking too much of the world <laughs> they did not have that technology like one color at the time and also can't we just buy marshmallow cereal somewhere yet just the that marshmallows thing, right right just the marshmallows i think that that's the reason why i wanted lucky charms anyway it was just the marshmallows did you like lucky charms cereal yes so uh, to bring everybody up to speed i was raised in a home where my mother did not buy the sugar cereals. You were Amish, basically. We were not Amish. We just didn't have sugar cereals. With cereal, so you were Amish. I would go bonkers Colleen's whenever favorites, we were. Colleen, Colleen's favorite cereal, by the way, is All Bran. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Fiber no. Explosions. Mm-mm. Corn Bran. Oh, I'm sorry. Corn Bran. Thank you. Get it right. So much Can you even than... buy that anymore? No, I can't talk about it. Corn it hurts me. Bran. You can't. It was made by, I think it was Kellogg's Corn Bran, but then there was like a post version or something. Is post cereal even a thing? Quaker? Crunchy Corn Bran. Oh, it's it a thing? It just looks like, uh, well, I don't know if you can still buy it, but there are pictures of it on the interwebs. Uh, Quaker now has something called Corn Crunch, Corn mm, Brand Toasted High same. Fiber Cereal. Basically, colon explosion. Oh, that's it. Corn Crunch. That's it. That's my corn brand. <gasps> oh, well. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. No. So anyway, but back to the. Do you know how much sugar is probably in there? I know, right? Now we know different. But at the time, anything with like artificial flavors and super high in sugar, like my mom wasn't going to get that. So I didn't get to eat the um, Lucky Charms. I didn't get to eat the Fruit Loops. And so, of course, whenever I had an opportunity, say we were staying at a hotel and they had a continental breakfast, I would have been the girl over in the cereal area, like hoarding them, pocketing them so that I could like hide them in my suitcase and bring them home and eat them at home. My favorite thing to do as a kid uh, was to get the multi-pack of the individual boxes. Do you remember you could Mm -hmm. get the little individual box? Can you still buy those, I wonder? Yeah, they usually come in like a bag, though. Instead of a box. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, right? I want like the little boxes that are all stuck together and it would be like honeycomb, fruity pebbles, frosted flakes. And then every day you could have a different cereal. That's the best. No, actually today they don't come in a bag, right? They come in that like um, like ramen noodle cup. Like they have those in our cafeteria downstairs. Oh, sure. You know, you could make those boxes into a bowl too. People didn't know that. Why would you do that? Well, if you were somewhere like without you, a bowl. You... You would just like, you would open up the side of it. Like when uh, the apocalypse happens and you can't 
Get your bowls. I know you're making fun of it, but I thought it was very impressive. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will be very impressed by a dirt alert featuring the one and only Elizabeth Reese on My Talk 107.1. Wednesdays on Jason. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived. She's brought the dirt. Hello, Elizabeth. I have. Welcome back from your girls' trip, Colleen. Thank you. I'm so glad that you got to have that special time. Bradley and I had some special time here in the studio. I heard. We were just co-hosting. It's not as sexy as it sounds. No, it was fun. (laughs) It was still really fun. Okay, so you're enjoying the girls' trip. I went on a great girls' dinner night on Friday night. You know, I just feel like so refreshed and restored Mm -hmm. when you spend time with your good girlfriends. And then you have the girl fights. And this is where we begin with Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. So while you and I were bonding with our girlfriends over the weekend, these two were just feuding nonstop. All right. Let me give you the latest. Molly Shannon has stepped into the fray. What? She is now defending Sarah Jessica Parker mm-hmm. after this big Kim Cattrall Instagram dish. Uh, Molly Shannon told Entertainment Tonight, for me, Sarah is just so supportive and so wonderful, and we get along so well. It doesn't really feel like work because we have so much in common. She loves funny women, and it's just so genuinely supportive and kind and like a girl's girl. I feel lucky that I get to work with her. So those two work on the show Divorce together, which mm-hmm. is very funny. By the way, I watched the first season. I haven't watched the second yet. I mean, you know, this is one of those things where you maybe just keep your mouth shut because like the relationship you have with someone is does not, not reflect yeah. how they have relationships with everyone. But I'm right. sure she was asked about it. Like, OK, tell me about your relationship with Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker. And so I'm sure the interviewer wasn't like Kim Cattrall hates Sarah Jessica Parker. Defend her. It was right. like, tell me yeah. about your experience with Sarah Jessica Parker. And so then Molly Shannon talks about it. And then the headlines kind of drag her in. But what happened over the weekend <laughs> is that Kim Cattrall posted on Instagram this like really intense message uh, saying, essentially, she goes she in the in the little uh, caption part. She says, "My mom asked me today, when will that Sarah Jessica Parker, that hypocrite, leave you alone? Your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel you really were then and now. Let me make this very clear." If I haven't already, you are not my family. You are not my friend. So I'm writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. This came after Sarah Jessica Parker posted on Kim Cattrall's Instagram. I'm so sorry for your loss after Kim's brother passed away. Which honestly is kind of just like weird, right? Like I'm not a fan of Sarah Jessica Parker, though, so I'm probably predisposed to be a little questionable of of her behavior. Like if if I had a relationship with, I mean, I have a relationship with right, one of you, but right. if if I had something a tragedy, horrible right. happened in your life, I would not go to your your Instagram account to share my condolences with you, other mm-hmm. than you know just a generic. Yeah, you know, like a heart, you. like a, a little heart, heart, something. Yeah. So like if she didn't reach out privately, then I would be like, why are you going on her Instagram to comment? Here's the thing that I think the world of the Hollywood world has that we don't necessarily have is that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They're constantly thinking about what they have to do on a personal, person-to-person level. Yeah. And also for the optics from the outside. And so I don't doubt for one moment that Sarah Jessica Parker was partially motivated by the fact that all eyes would be on her in but her would mind they because of Kim Cattrall's brother. I agree with you actually yeah. like in reality. No, but I can see how in her, you know, Hollywood mind, she would think, well, I've got to, I have to say something. I have to say something or it's going to look like I didn't or it's say gonna anything. Look like I said nothing. Yeah. When nobody really actually was paying attention. I know. I know. It's not good. These two have not liked each other for a long time. Uh, the reports are that, that the other three would kind of gang up on Kim Cattrall because she was so, great and the camera just naturally loved her and then you have the other uh reports which is that kim cattrall was a diva and difficult to work with and a big pain and then the other three were just trying to make it through and kim cattrall of course was this is not debated she was the holdout on doing a sex in the city three movie she's Mm -hmm. the one who said i don't want to do it and the others were very disappointed i also think um you know groups of women dynamics are incredibly unique and that um, there were like the story you just told sounds great for tabloids, right? right. Like these girls were ganging up on this girl and this mm-hmm. girl was a diva. I know. And there's all that sort of like weird sexism stuff all that the things men that I would despise. never have to deal with. But you know what? Men have their own really interesting dynamics with friendships, too. I think men are just much more like men are harder on each other to their faces. You know, mm-hmm. like I've heard groups of buddies. I mean, I'm, this is, of course, it's going to be my husband and his friends because that's my like first person reference. But like if one of them gains weight, the other guys are like, dude, you're getting big. What's going on? I mean, they're like right in your face about it. Mm-hmm. Where the women, it's just like aren't as much in your face about what's going on. Yeah, it's more like internal and behind your back. <laughs> yeah, and I also think women tend to hold on to friendships too long. Like, I think if there was just a little bit more peace with being like, guess what? This friendship had its season. It doesn't work for me anymore. Let's move on. It would be just a lot more peaceful and more pleasant. You do not have to be friends with everyone forever. It sounds like to me, Sarah Jessica Parker is just like, wants so badly to like look like everything's okay and make everything okay. Just be like, it's not okay. We don't work as friends. Well, Move and, I, on. and I do think the media holds women to a standard that they don't when it comes to like friend dynamics yeah. of men. When have we mm-hmm. talked about a group of men who've been on the outs with one another? I mean, it never, just doesn't happen. Never. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think regardless of what, because like there's the reality, right? And then there's like the tabloid reality yeah. and the tabloid reality. It is just so, this is a perfect, like, there's a diva and the other girls can't handle that. She's the diva. I know. And so they talk smack they got about jealous her and she she's the star. She's getting bullied because she's so fabulous. I yeah. mean, it's, it's yeah. Again, whether or not there's some truth to it. Cause I, cause the thing I will say is that in group dynamics, sometimes the person that people are like, Oh, she's, you know, the diva hot mess. 
might be the person who's like, I'm not playing this game that the rest of you are involved Listen, in. Listen, it's just a real life Real Housewives. Yeah. I mean, why do, why are there like 17 Real Housewives franchises? Right. There's no there's Real like House husbands to watch it. And no. it is, I mean, how many times have you seen those interviews where they're like, the other girls are mean to me because they're just jealous of me. They can't handle my bright shining light. <laughs> And my fabulous cheekbones. That is also another thing that is always ascribed to women. That women are jealous of somebody else because they are prettier, better, smarter, well, funnier, yeah. whatever. And what a funny dynamic that we're always thinking about with women, right? Like, oh, if the if the little boy is mean to you on the playground, he likes you. Mm-hmm. If the women are mean to you, it's they're jealous, they're jealous. of you. Like, yeah. holy buckets. Can we start to make some changes there? This dirt alert has just gotten real deep. Oh, it yeah. has. Um, I do want to tell you, Sony Pictures apologizing for making light of food allergies in this Peter Rabbit scene, this new movie. It's getting a ton of attention. Uh, essentially, Mr. McGregor, the human character in the Peter Rabbit story, is allergic in the movie to blackberries. And Peter Rabbit and his friends pelt McGregor with various fruits and vegetables before using a slingshot to shoot a blackberry into his mouth. And then McGregor struggles to inject himself with an EpiPen and eventually collapses from anaphylaxis. Who thought that was a good idea? No one thinks that's a good idea except for everyone at Sony. And then now they're apologizing for it. Like... It's not a good idea. Well, the main reason is I just remember reading a story not too long ago about um, a kid who was bullied. Oh, where am I reading this for? I'm getting this from my brain. But a kid was bullied by um, being fed what peanuts they're allergic out of to. And oh, then, it's awful. And then that child had to go and spend days in the hospital. Peter Rabbit. Yeah. It's kind of not. It's not a good not idea. You don't want to be doing that. No. It's like it wasn't one thing if you, you didn't like blackberries, but when you have to bust out the EpiPen, that's no joke, yo. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Now, give us a call, 651-641-1071 if you want to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. It's coming up. After this, you could win a prize. Mike. This Sunday, these will be the good old days. All the love you won't forget. And all these reckless nights you won't We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. And if you get them all right, you'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And uh, we call it our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Betsy on the line, and Betsy is playing for uh, the family film Wonder, released on Blu-ray Combo Pack. Awesome. Yes. All right. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Tina Fey was the creator and star of what sitcom? Uh, um, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Nope. Parks and Recreation. Nope. Uh, oh, um, oh, with Alex Baldwin. Uh, uh, to to pass. Oh my gosh. A p- pass? pass. Oh, Third Rock, Third Rock. Keep going. 30 Rock. Yep, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are getting married on the grounds of which castle? Windsor. David, Be- Palace. De- David Beckham plays what sport? Soccer. The Fifty Shades of Grey book st- series is based on what other book series? Oh my gosh! 
had no time. I had no time. Oh, Betsy, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Thank you for playing. She got there, but I do love that. Not all the way. Sometimes our contestants will apologize to us when they don't do it. Yeah, no, it's because they love us and they want us. They want us to all have a good time. Betsy, you could try again tomorrow at 1230. We play the 30 second pop culture challenge every day at 1230 only on the Colleen and Bradley show. Should we get through some of those answers? All right. So she correctly guessed eventually that Tina Fey was the creator and star of 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. She did get our getting married on the grounds of uh, Windsor Castle. Mm -hmm. David Beckham plays what sport? Soccer. Then the Fifty Shades of Grey book series is based on what other book series? Twilight series. And who was the original host of the Weekend Update segment on Saturday Night Live? Chevy Chase. I would not have gotten that. Oh, really? Yeah. I I would not have been able to recall that. And then I think Jane Curtin joined him at some point. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so that is our 30-second pop culture challenge. We do that every day at 1230. And then when we're done with that, we like to solve mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And we like to do it in the form of blind items that are brought here for us by our friend Holly. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All right, this first blind item from the website crazydaysandnights.net. I'm pretty sure we're all going to get it right away. Mm. It's been, this is unconfirmed. But let's go. We, we got to do the following. Set right. the stage. What are we looking for? We're looking for a foreign-born, former A-list, mostly television actress. Okay. And oh. a permanent A, A-list actress. Oh. Um, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? All right, let's read the blind item. With the recent revelations, I'm actually shocked this foreign-born, former A-list, most, minus-list, mostly mov- or television actress from a show-turned-movie didn't go ahead and tell the world it was this permanent A-A-minus-list actress who ruined the franchise by wanting so much money. The foreign-born actress always takes the blame, but as I told you before, it's the permanent A-A-minus-list actress who oh, is God. at fault. Is, is Kim Cattrall not born in the America? Okay, so... Where is she from? Liverpool, England. Oh, I didn't know that she was British, but obviously came over when she was a child or something. Uh, I think she went to Canada. Uh, oh, yeah, because she's, yeah, she's a Canadian. That makes sense. She's Canadian. Yeah, yeah. It totally okay. makes sense, right? All right, so then in this case, it would be Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall, and Kim Cattrall would be the foreign-born, a, a minus, mostly TV Yes. Okay. So let's read fill in the again. blank. Read okay. It read it again. All right. With the recent revelations, I'm actually shocked that Kim Cattrall didn't go ahead and tell the world it was Sarah Jessica Parker who ruined the Sex in the City franchise by wanting so much money. Kim Cattrall always takes the blame, but as I told you before, it was Sarah Jessica who is actually at fault. Ooh, I want to know more. Yeah, see, this is just, I totally buy all of this, and that's why when we were talking about this with Elizabeth on the Dirt Alert, I am prone to listen to Kim Cattrall because if you... If you read her post uh, or her comments about Sarah Jessica Parker sort of like weaseling her way into her grief, that is a reaction by somebody who has like actual emotions, which which tends to ring true to me versus somebody who's just trying to make somebody else look bad. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if your goal is to just make somebody else look bad, then you're going to be much more maniacal in in how you sort of serve it up and how manipulative it is. Whereas if you just read her comments, there is emotion in there, which is raw and real. And part of that, I assume, is based on her grief. Mm -hmm. But that's where I think the level of intensity comes from. But I think at the base of it, she is just using the the grief is allowing her to speak uh, her truth in a way that just it sounds totally plausible to me and, and if, i also have just never been a fan of sarah jessica parker in general and if you tease that all the way out you know to to talk about the recent revelations being the fact that sarah jessica parker reached out to kim cattrall via social media to share her condolences and kim cattrall's response was basically like you're two-faced my mom and i were talking about it when are you going to come clean as almost like you said, Bradley, like that's like a knee jerk emotional reaction to like, I'm being made to look like the fool here and you are the real jerk and people need to know it. You're right. It's like, well, it and, totally is. And also Sarah Jessica Parker is gonna be like, oh my God, she's clearly dealing with some emotions. I just wanted the best for her. And like, I can just see how this is all playing out. It seems totally, you know, I don't know. I it just makes me uh, like Kim Cattrall even more. Can I just say I'd Kim rather Cattrell, watch? I love your smell. Tell me what show that's from. Uh, uh, that is from uh, Mystery Science Theater. Yes. 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 Also, I do just want to say that I would rather watch the real drama of Sex in the City than another yeah, Sex in the City movie. Sure. Moving on. Moving on. Our next unconfirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a former A-plus list mostly movie actress. Okay. This former A-plus list mostly movie actress has tried to go the television route before. No matter how much money she might need, she can't do it, though, and she bails. This time will be no different. There is no way she can work five days a week and be somewhere at a certain time each day. I think the last time, she didn't even make it through one or two days of filming. Mm, A-plus list. Former A-plus list mostly Mostly movie movie actress. actress. So it's not like Meryl. No, it's not Meryl. Okay, but can you give us, can you give us, would she be in the Meryl age range? Slightly younger than Meryl Streep. Now, this person, the former is very important because she hasn't been working a lot lately, but she used to have the title of America's Sweetheart. Julie Roberts? Oh. Think of another person who used to be called America's Sweetheart back in the day, around the same time that Julia Roberts was vying for that title, if that's a title. Oh, um, Eyeballs? Weird eyes, sleepy eyes. I don't oh, know who you're talking. Blonde, sleepy eyes. What? Um, who am I? Who am I? I don't. I'm not sure who you are. You look like squinty. She looks like Bradley she sucked right a lemon. I, oh, Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. Oh, sorry. Uh, Damn okay. it! Who is it? You know what? After you said that, I totally <laughs> right? got it. Right? <laughs> no, think of somebody else, like Cameron Diaz no, style, no. like uh, Julia Roberts time. She hasn't worked in a long Demi time. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. No. Oh. No. Well, she hasn't worked. <laughs> Why are you so angry at me? Because you're She's so like, close. You're on it. You're so close. You're Laura, getting close. Laura Barnum. Uh, Meg just, Ryan. That's who she said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you get the email? I just saw it at the yeah. bottom of my screen. Good. You got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, Laura Barnum deserves that blind item. Okay, before you fill in the blank, can I just say whatever this really is about, Meg Ryan only needs to blame her plastic surgeon for 
all of her failures right oh, now. Wow. I'm Ooh, sorry. I mean, not out herself. There's some truth. No. <laughs> I think it's her plastic surgeon's fault. Go on. Let's fill in the blank with Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan has tried to go the television route before, but no matter how much money she might need, she can't do it and she bails. This time will be no different. There's no way she can work five days a week and be somewhere at a certain time each day. I think the last time Meg Ryan didn't even make it through one or two days of filming. So, okay, so what's the TV project that it's she's called trying to work Picture on? Picture Paris. Yes. Is that the one you're talking about? Yes. And I think this is a show that's being developed for Showtime. Uh, it says Epics, actually. Oh, Epics. Yes, I knew it was a pay cable station. Picture Paris, a half-hour comedy series starring Meg Ryan. Uh, the comedy from... I only know this because I just Googled it. Brad Hall, Aaron Kaplan's Capital Entertainment. Fast-track development, potential straight-to-series order. Um... Back to my previous uh, exclamation about Meg Ryan's face. She's, that's when she stopped working. I'm being dead serious, you guys. She was such a natural cutie pie. And then all of a sudden, what was the movie where she was in the apartment? And I feel like there was, uh, oh, it was like a thriller maybe. Anyway, she arrived on the scene with the lips that were so overplumped. And then after that, it went downhill very swiftly. And the face she has now does not even harken back to her original parts. And it makes me sad. That's all. And I don't think she's worked ever since. Well, she's apparently she can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's had like she's worked, but she just hasn't not much has come of it. All right. That's all I got for you. Uh are we we don't have time to do one more blind item. Dang no, it. We don't. Ugh, but okay. tomorrow we'll have some reveals. Oh yay, that'll mm-hmm. be fun. And I'm also going to tell you what the name of that dumb Meg Ryan movie was in that apartment because I cannot for I the think life of me remember. In what it was the called. cut. Is it in mm-hmm. the cut? Nope, that's not it. Against I will find rope? it. I'll find it. <laughs> when we come back though on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my gosh. We should be watching Celebrity Big Brother. We have been falling down on the job, and uh, we need to get back up to speed. And so we've invited an expert in to bring us to where we need to be so we can jump right in to Celebrity Big Brother. Dawn is going to come in and tell us what we need to know after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. You've come to know My Talk 1071 as a station that cares. We find charitable. Your window shopper. Hey, suck up for your novel. All right, so Bradley and I are falling down on the job, and uh, we were so excited about the new Celebrity Big Brother, and then life happened, and then so did... <laughs> life happened. Well, it did. We're just lazy, that's all. And uh, and it started before we even realized it, and we forgot to watch it on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com, and we do everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we have... Not been watching Celebrity Big Brother. Luckily, somebody has been watching, and she's sitting with us now. Hello, Dawn. <laughs> Hi. Dawn from The Morning Show. Hello. You are uh, deep into it. I'm deep like, into it. Like, you are it. watching hours of the live feed. <laughs> That's, That's true. how deep into it she is. By the way, can I get your password? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay, good. Because I've always wanted to watch the live feed of all of these shows, and oh, I it's never... Awesome. I, this is what I hear. And, Do okay. I, if I have the CBS All Access, can I watch that stuff? Yeah. Okay, good. That's, but right now, I would like to let you know that the live feed is not working. And oh, I would be womp, so womp. mad if I didn't already have this app for something else. And I just signed oh, up for, sure. it for the show. But anyway. Yes. Ugh. Okay, so Dawn, yes. listen, we I understand that Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother, 
is a huge time commitment. It's like four days out of the week, right? Yes. And that made me mad at first. (laughs) But once you start watching, you will be sucked in. Okay. So Bradley and I uh, have already missed four episodes. Yes, that's true. Okay. So that's a lot in Big Brother time. (laughs) Can you just give us like, you know, the three things that we have missed that make us need to pick up the TV and immediately start watching. Yes. And by that I mean just turn it on because I don't think we should have to pick it up. No, that's true. So, um, number one, there was a girl alliance that is already broken up. Ooh, they were supposed already? to go to the end. It was seven strong because it included Ross Matthews. Ooh, that's who was good. teamed up with the girls. Um, um, that's not stereotypical. Also, <laughs> can I just say something? Yeah. This is not about Ross because Ross can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Okay. I would never ever, not in a million trillion gajillion years, ever enter into an alliance that had anything to do with Omarosa Managall. Also, just the idea of an alliance this early is dumb. You're just mm-hmm. begging well. to be. No, that is not dumb. No, Why? it is so dumb. You know this because you watch Big Brother, oh, yeah, Don. I, yeah. They um, don't stick. They I, never stick. I think you should be in two alliances. You should have a secret alliance and then the main alliance. Mm-hmm. And until the main alliance doesn't work out, which is what has happened already, then you proceed to the secret. second secret alliance. Interesting. So Shannon Elizabeth has been spearheading this. She is now has a huge target on her back. She is so smart. She is an expert at Big Brother. She was on the World Poker Tour, the That's circuit. crazy. So she is wicked smart at playing games just in general, reading people, not showing all of her cards. But she's so strong, and everyone knows it, that I feel like she's going to be gone soon. Um, she probably peaked a little early. She did. Yeah. Yes. yeah you always, here is my philosophy about life. And if I were ever on a reality show, life. this is, <laughs> it really, I'm not actually living this philosophy, uh-huh. but yeah. in my head, this is the philosophy I would have if I went on a reality show. Mm-hmm. Always be the dumbest person in mm-hmm. the room. Well, that because would be nobody <laughs> underestimates, or I should say, nobody like targets the, the like person they're not afraid of or threatened uh, exactly. by. Exactly. Which brings me to the clip that I have for you guys. This is Ross Matthews. He's oh, talking God. about how people always underestimate him. I have been in rooms many, many times where people underestimated me. And I let him because I have every intention of coming out on top in the end. I'm oh, going to let I mean. them underestimate me all the way to the finale. Hello. That's, He's going to win. I really want to make a joke, but I can't because I respect my audience. Okay. Well, he. I feel like he's the strongest one to win at this point. I think you're just hearing him say that. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that guy's going to take it home. Yeah. Because he realizes that this is the moment for him where everybody's probably looking at him and thinking he does not know what he's doing or why he came here. In he's the first so place. Nice. Can I say this? Like, yeah. Well, I guess the, the people on the outside can't see that stuff, right? What do you Not mean? what he just said. Yeah. Because That's in the diary room. Yeah. Right. Diary room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, the thing I was, I have one of those. So I was thinking you, if, if he's saying those things out loud, people are then like, oh, well, bye. Like, so no, no, they, no, no. Can't, yeah. they don't know that. Right? No, they okay. do not know that. This is so, all So that could work in his stuff. favor then. He's, he's very compliant. He smiles. He goes along with everything. He does sometimes say his opinion, but he is calculating and he is very smart about how to play this game. Um, and then there's somebody who isn't smart at all, and that is Meta World Peace. He is the oh, former NBA player. He totally. doesn't even know how to vote, you guys. He literally thought that he voted for Chuck Liddell to stay in the house during the live vote. But he voted him off. Yeah, he goes, I vote for Chuck. 
And then later on, when they're like, okay, it was seven to one, Chuck goes, and Omarosa was the only person who actually was blindsided and voted uh, the other direction for the other person. Um, Meta World Peace was like, but I, I voted for Chuck too. And they're like, yeah, you voted him out. He's like, but what does it mean when I say I vote for Chuck? It means oh I want him to stay. Okay, okay so you should play is... dumb, but you don't want to play that no, dumb. No, he literally does He's know. not faking it. This no, is real. He's real. really that dumb. He is adorable, though. So <laughs> what, is your, uh, what is your takeaway with Omarosa? How long do you think she's going to last? Okay, you'll be surprised that she, um, she says in the beginning, I am a very ambitious person, and I need to tone that down to play this game. I have to make friends. I have mm-hmm. to be nice. I don't think it's fake. And we do see another side to her that I was surprised. Oh, really? She she cries about her responsibility about what happened in in office, what mm-hmm. how she participated in that and how people view her. She really just wanted to serve her country and not the man, as she says, and that she was terrorized every day by the tweets. This is really interesting because I think that, you know, we think of Omarosa Manigal. Is that her real? Is, is it Manigal? Well, yeah, because it, it was Stallworth for a while, is, and then she's got other things. She's got a married name. Whatever. Now. She's like she's Madonna, Omarosa. The thing about her is we think of her sort of a one-dimensional villain. Right. But not necessarily as a person who understands strategy, A. Oh, B, has yeah. feelings. And C, you know, is is there to play a game. And the fact that she has that awareness, mm-hmm. this is actually... I, I would rather watch her on Big Brother than read her book because she can't feed us a line of BS mm-hmm. in the same way. Yeah, because there's cameras all the time. Yes. So, you know, I, I think she might go this week. To be honest, I don't want to. I should have said spoiler. So when does that happen? This. When do we find out who gets chucked this um, week? I believe it's on Wednesday because okay. they're already. So what nights do I watch? You watch Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Sunday. Okay. I'm in. I'm there. I'm, but so I'm telling there. you, you'll get into it. Just get on CBS.com. All right. Oh, thank you so much, Dawn. We're ready to go. All right. Now, when we come back, oh, what was the worst thing that has ever happened to you on a flight? Tell us about your worst flight. 651-641-1071 on MyTalk 1071. MyTalk 1071.